Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. Okay, so, to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, within a tangent. It's skewed into this tangent. And now... Introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Village of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. What's up, bro? What's going on? Chillin' chillin'. This is uh this is something. The yeah. state is open hundred percent, no masks pretty much anywhere, and we're in the same place at the same time yet again. That is amazing. Is it though? I don't know. I kinda like being alone. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's just like, all right, we're gonna do our episode. Alright, I'm gonna go in the other room. And then we're gonna do our thing. And then I can just stumble back to the bedroom. Yeah. Go to bed. No stumbling today. Although it kind of looks like you just woke up from a nap. There might be some stumbling. Yeah, there might be some <laughs> stumbling. All right, so we just got back from Camp Nobibosco. That was a lot of fun. Which many people probably know as Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, so that's it's a functioning Boy Scout camp that does tours because of the filming location of the first movie. That was my birthday gift from Mike. It was one of the fun, most fun nights I've ever had. Good times. Not a hop, skip, and a jump, though. It was quite the ride. So we were thinking road trip. Yes. So we picked ten of our favorite road trip horror movies, and we're going to break them down for you. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to pick who goes first? Uh, we don't have to. Um... <laughs> we don't have to. All right, fine. <laughs> you you take, take the reins. Me? I'll take the reins. Okay. So... Oh. This movie, I'm not going to lie, I'm just going to come out and say it. It's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad it made your top ten of... It it did. Because I saw this a long time ago. When... Long, long time ago. I was a late teenager. Mystery Science Theater 3000 covered a lot of bad movies. This is probably one of the most notable. And I, it was so hard to not watch that version of it. I had to watch the actual version of this movie, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I honestly have only seen that, the Mystery Science Theater. It was so version. hard. It was so hard not to. But I grinned and bared it, and I watched the actual version. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> It's one of those where it's so bad, and I don't I don't mean to keep saying this, but you need to see it. It's one of those that are so bad that you need to see it. So we have Michael and his wife Margaret and the daughter Debbie and the dog Peppy. They go on a vacation. They're trying to go to El Paso looking for Valley Lodge, and they somehow get lost in like the desert. Now, mind you, this is like the 60s. 
So everyone's dressed up in their suit. You know, the women are dressed up in their dresses and they're just, just driving through the desert. They get lost. They come across through this house with Torgo, who is guarding this house. Torgo. Torgo. <laughs> now, it's getting dark. They have nowhere to go. So they're like, all right, we need to stay at your house. And Torgo's like, well, Master, Master won't approve. So Master is sleeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wake his ass up. So they get stuck in this house where... <laughs> this movie is so bad. This movie sucks, but just please watch it. You know, this is a recommendation from us. I mean, we're putting our stamp on it. Well, I'm not putting my stamp on it. I honestly don't remember the movie at all. So basically, like, the master has, like, multiple wives. And because, like, this family came in, now, like, the, the women, like, the mother and the daughter are now supposed to be sacrificed. And there's, like, this big fight between all, all the wives. It's... So it's like the real housewives of Manos. <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds like a confused amount of fun. So, actually, this movie was dubbed. So they, they acted it all out. All the voices were done by three guys. I'm saying... Like, even the little girl. Like, you see her like... like Hello. The, <laughs> it's true. Okay. Do you, do you have any more on that one? Or are you just going to giggle? I'll just giggle. Uh, moving right along. House of Wax. Now, I've brought this movie up before. It's a remake. Well, technically, it's a remake of a different movie. But they took the title, House of Wax, because they wanted a more known title attached to the movie but they basically remade this 1979 classic tourist trap great movie it's actually the first movie that joe bob did in his resurgence of the last drive-in so we have tanya roberts midge from that 70s show chuck connors from the rifleman a score by pino dinaggio he did the howling piranha carrie mad other movies so Group of friends break down. They need help. They get picked up by Chuck Connors' character. He is Mr. Slauson, and he runs Mr. Slauson's Lost Oasis. But since they put in that damned highway, they're not getting a lot of uh, a lot of tourism. So it's a movie about mannequins, puppets, animatronics, an endless supply of Dr. Pepper from the Cadillac vending machine. The only thing they're missing is a bar that serves frozen pizza. <laughs> this is a, a really fun movie. It's it's out there. There's a lot of uh, psychokinetic type of things, but it's a really fun classic. You should definitely check it out. And I want someone to point out which mannequin is played by Linnea Quigley because I couldn't find it. She has an uncredited role as a mannequin, and I, for the life of me, I went through the movie and I could not find her. Really fun movie. Uh, it's definitely worth worth a watch. So, my number nine, I had actually taken this off my list, and then I watched it again. No, your list is off to a great start. <laughs> it's off to a terrible start. But anyway, 
just because I love stupid shit. Clearly. I went with 2020's Roadhead. Roadhead. Yes. Not Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhead. Yeah, so I just basically Googled. I'm like, all right, road trip movies. Put that on Amazon. This was one of the first movies that popped up. Okay. It's a good start. So I'm like, I got to try. And this originally wasn't going to be a movie on my list. But after consideration, you know what? I need some stupid shit on my list. It's, it's a good pun. It is. So the movie actually starts out with this couple who's... They're just driving down the road, and of course, like they're they're being kind of playful. Playful, as in uh, roadhead. There's some scenarios that might include some roadhead. Oh right. Which ends up in them losing their heads. <laughs> Double entendre. Yeah. So this couple comes across this dude in the middle of the road that stops them, and well, they lose their heads. So okay. we so we have Stephanie, and then their friends Tyler and Alan, who is a uh, a gay couple, but they're heading to the lake. They're looking for some time away, and they come across these two decapitated heads in the road. Roadhead. Now the whole idea is to get Stephanie away from normal life because she just broke up with her boyfriend and all that stuff, and as they're on their way they realize that the lake has dried out so they're stuck in this dry place so they went to a lake <laughs> an oasis in the middle of the desert and the lake has dried up the lake has dried up i thought it was rainy season it's a fucking desert <laughs> yes so as they're trying to find you know places to to go they come across this chain mailed warrior gladiator okay. cult a whole cult of knights yeah it's basically modern day knights okay so basically they 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 spend their time getting <laughs> trying to get away from chainmail broadsword laden cult okay it's obviously a comedy it's very much a comedy all right like slapstick over the top Hilarious, like, oh, so in the same vein of, like, zombie strippers? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so this next one, we're going, we're going down. Now, where were we? Seems I lost my train of thought. Well, folks, the mind is a tricky demon. I'd say all you can do is turn the music up, hit the gas, and keep on moving forward. Try not to linger on things you left behind, because you cannot undo what's been done. And ain't nobody gonna buy your bullshit. C'est la vie, as they say. My number eight, Southbound. 2015, produced by Brad Miska. It's a four-story anthology. No matter which road you choose, it's all going south. Now, I really enjoyed this movie. It was kind of a, a sleeper for me. Like, I'd never even heard of it, but I just saw the cover. And it's like an upside-down pentagram, but... It's made up of roads, and I thought that was a really cool thing, so I looked it up a little bit. I was like, eh, I'll check it out. And each story was, was really fun in its own way. That quote I just read you is this DJ who kind of plays on the radio throughout the whole movie, played by Larry Fessenden, because he's always a talky bartender or a DJ or something. 
the way that the stories intertwine are really cool. And it's got a John Carpenter vibe, synthesized, bass-heavy soundtrack. And it, it's wicked fun. The gore is cool. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining that it's... You know what? Fuck those people. I'm not even going to bring up why they were complaining. You can read. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. And I think you will too. Yeah. Hell ain't a bad place to be. But remember, forever is a long time. It is a long time. So my number eight, I went with Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? So it's funny, because when I first saw this movie, I hated it. Really? I did. But that was, I mean, this movie came out in 2001. So, like, it, it, that's a long time. That was probably the last time I saw the movie. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it another try. Justin Long, right? Justin Long. Yeah, I like him. He's, he's funny. He is funny. So we have Trish and Darry. They're heading back home from spring break. So we have Trish and Darry. They're, they're brother and sister. They're driving down the road. They're, they're playing this game. They're trying to guess like what like the license plate name says. They're, they're trying to make funny jokes out right. of license plates. Like right. beating you. <laughs> so this large, massive truck comes up and it basically almost runs them off the road. And the license plate says, beating you. Finally, you know, they let, they let the truck go by. And so they're driving by this old abandoned church. They see the truck and this thing dumping what seems to be a wrapped up body down a hole. Body go down a hole. <laughs> so, so Justin Long, uh, Darry. He says, let's check that out. Because that's the thing you do. No, you just keep driving. You didn't see anything. See, and that's what I think. But you know what? It's none of your business. It was bloody leaves. (laughs) There was a tube. Let's, you know, hold my feet. I'm going to go, you know, dangle down there. It was like this old abandoned church. And you have, there's just all these bodies of just missing people. Because it was like the story of the, this prom couple that disappeared 23 years ago. Yeah, that place must have smelled pretty ripe. Yeah. So they come across the, the creeper who is this thing that works off of fear, but then like whatever it eats of you, like the body like takes part of or something like that. <laughs> something like that, okay. It, it's like, it was like whatever it eats off of you, like... The peepers. Yes. Yes. Where, where'd you get those peepers? Yes. Peepers, creepers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, number eight. I was going to bring up a movie that I've brought up too many times. And by too many, I mean two. Joyride. I talked about it in our prank episode. I talked about it in our gateway horror episode. So, here is a substitute for Joyride because obviously people are going to be like, oh, road trip, Joyride, it's going to be on there. No. I went with 1993's California. And that's California with a K. I almost did that. We've got Juliette Lewis, Michelle Forbes, David Duchovny, who some of you may know from Californication, possibly a little-known show, X-Files, and for the ladies... Brad Pitt. So basically, David Duchovny's character and Michelle Forbes, they're a couple. 
she is basically a photographer. He is a journalist. He wrote an article about serial killers, basically just off his own knowledge that he picked up from like the library. And he got a book deal out of it. And he's already spent the advance. So now he's stuck. He has to think of something. So his plan is to take his car, take his girl, and travel across the country visiting all these murder sites. And write about them as they go. Hopefully inspiration will strike. She'll get some awesome pictures. They'll put that on the book. But they're broke. He spent the advance. So they put up in like a ride share ad up at their college. And it gets answered by Early, who's Brad Pitt, and his girlfriend, who's a little, we'll say, naive, Juliet Lewis. Now, the best part is when they meet. So you got David Duchovny and Michelle Forbes' characters, and she's like, oh, they look like Okies. Like, oh, they'll, they'll be fine. And then it's like the same conversation that Juliet Lewis and Brad Pitt are having. They look weird. So they, they come from different classes. So obviously, you know, this is going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. But Early is an actual serial killer. He's fucking crazy. He's unhinged. He just killed his landlord. And at one point, he's talking to David Duchovny. He goes, how are you going to write a book about something you know nothing about? And he kind of starts growing on, on David Duchovny's character. Where he's like, I don't know. You, you got to see it. It's really cool. But it's it, it's beautifully shot. It's suspenseful. They don't really know that there's something really twisted. Until, like, it's obviously way too late. They're way over their heads. And, yeah, it's a fun ride. Nice. Boom. Absolutely. So my number seven. I went with Wrong Turn. Number one. So, 2003? Yes, 2003. Eliza Dushku. Yes. I haven't heard that name in a long-ass time. No, probably since 2003. It's most likely so. Uh, so, we have Rich and Hallie. They're, they're, the movie opens up like they're rock climbing. And Rich makes his way to the top. And Hallie is trying to get back up. Rich isn't responding. So, she gets kind of pulled up, cuts herself free, ends up falling and gets dragged away that's how like the movie kind of opens now we have chris flynn driving down the road seems like he you know he's, he's by himself he's on a road trip or a business trip or something like that yeah, he's on his way to a meeting yeah in the middle of nowhere obviously in his mustang there's a bunch of traffic there's like a chemical spill so he decides to turn around stops at this gas station now we always know the rule Never ask for directions. Don't be a bitch. Just use what God gave you. Yeah. Stubbornness. <laughs> so he talks to this old man and it's like, oh, the side road. The side road cuts this way. And it's just like, you do you, bro. <laughs> <sighs> I've got the directions for you. Don't, don't watch your GPS. You know what that stands for? Genital pussy syndrome. What you need to do is take that dirt road right there. Uh, the road that says, do not enter, like instantaneous death. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the name of the road. It's a joke. Take the road, you'll be fine. Yeah. He was not fine. So Chris Flynn 
decides to take the side road, he's going to cut off the highway traffic, and there's a broken down like RV in the middle of the road. I guess he didn't see it, so he smashes into it. Yeah, what an idiot. I mean, he's late. He's probably not paying, obviously not paying attention, because how do you not notice an RV in the middle of the road? Yeah, bro- just broken down. So, and then from that RV, we have Jesse, we have Carly, Scott, Evan, Francine, and they just come out, they're like, what the fuck? Like, our, our truck was, like, in the middle of the road, and you smashed into us. And now they so now they're finding out that the busted tire from the RV might not have been an accident. Yeah, there was like barbed wire in the road. Just everywhere. So everyone kind of takes off to go on a, like this like search party for whatever that they need. We have Evan and Fran is left behind and they're killed by these just... Mutant cannibals. Uh, yeah, mute, yeah. Mutant cannibals. We have Three Finger, Sawtooth. And one eye. Now, let me just tell you, these aren't just, like, their God-given names. No, they're not. So, basically, the, I mean, this whole movie is that they're they're trying to get away from these forest cannibals. They just, uh, they just, they just like their, their, their little territory. And, you know, people take their side roads. They shouldn't take the side roads. Uh, there's main roads for a reason. There are signs for a reason. You don't want to get eaten by a bunch of inbred assholes. Stick cool. to the path. There were some cool kills in this. Really cool kills. I, I agree. I, I did like this movie uh, when it came out. It was it was pretty exciting. It was. It was. It was something. It was something different. And um, that scene when they're all hiding in the cabin. Yes. And their friend is being eaten. Yeah. That sticks with you. It, it really does. Okay, my number seven, rest stop from two thousand six, starring. Jamie Alexander, who some people may know from Blind Spot, you know that show with the girl with all the tattoos. Yep. Little role, Joey Lawrence. Whoa. All right, so Nicole wants to be an actress, so she runs away with her boyfriend, and along the way, they decide to take a shortcut down an old road and end up at a rundown rest stop. Obviously, that's not a good idea. Their, their road trip kind of ends at that rest stop, as you would believe from the title, Rest Stop. It's really creepy how it plays out. I don't want to give away too much, because if you haven't seen the movie, it's worth the watch. I mean, I, I own the DVD. It was straight to DVD, but don't let that dissuade you, because it's really cool. It's got an awesome soundtrack from Beer... Ah, beer. I got beer on the mind. Bear McCreary, he did... The Walking Dead, Happy Death Day, Holliston, The New Child's Play. I mean, this could have been a cheesy straight-to-DVD slasher, but it turned out to be so much more, and it's it, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Check it out. Yes, I agree. God damn, we blasting through these. So, my number six. I wasn't sure if this should be a road trip movie, but I decided it is. It's not a long road trip. But it was a trip nonetheless. So I went with Friday the 13th, 2009, the reboot. Okay. Because we have Trent and all his friends. They took a road trip to the lake. Yes, they drove down a road to get to the lake. Hey, they packed. So it was a long road trip. It was enough to warrant a second day. Okay, so 
That being said, you could say Sledgehammer is a road trip movie. <laughs> they packed. And, I mean, they took 10 minutes to unpack in that movie. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. But I love this movie. So we have Clay, played by Jared Padalecki, who most people know from Supernatural. He's looking for his sister, Whitney, who is with a bunch of friends a few weeks prior, basically looking for Jason's weed fix, like his little weed garden. Yes, because Jason is a horticulturist, and he is dabbling in some hydroponics, and yeah, he's a real chill dude. I mean, he's a homesteader. He's, you know, kind of grows on shit. It wasn't his farm. It was that, that country bumpkin dude. That was... That was his farm. Or at least he worked on the farm. Yes. It was not Jason's weed farm. And a lot of people say that. They, oh, what if Jason grows weed? No. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's a weed farm. It has nothing to do with Jason. It doesn't matter, but that's why they went there. Yeah, okay. One of the weed farm. Because he had his little weed friggin' detector on his phone. But anyway, so, I mean, the, the kids went. They, they went to a road trip to the cabin. So technically the movie involves two road trips. There's two road trips. It's a double road trip. Yeah. But I, th- I think a lot of people hate on this movie just because people hate reboots. I don't know. I enjoy any movie that has Jason in it. Jason has become kind of a horror superhero. Well, not superhero. Super villain, I guess. But anything with him, I, I enjoy. I even enjoy the, the fan films. I do, too. I actually got... A copy of a fan film in the mail yesterday. Voorhees? Yes, I'm at uh, director Cody Falk. I'm actually really looking forward to watching that. Nice. It's like a bank heist and they're like hiding out at the lake yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it, it looks is. pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So, Derek Mears did a great job in this movie. He kind of channeled his inner Ted White from the guy who played Jason in the final chapter. Very aggressive. Love this movie. Trent is just a dick, and he's just one of those guys. You can't wait for the death. <laughs> those are the best characters, the ones that like you really hate. And when they die, it's just like cheer-worthy. You know, you get, yeah! yeah! Right. Okay, my number six. We're going down. Party time. My friends are going to be there, too. Yeah. Highway to hell. From 1992. Now this I almost put this on my list. This is a movie that I didn't see growing up, and I wish it did because it'd probably be one of my favorite movies. But I just recently saw it because it was on so many road trip lists, and the cover always kind of turned me off because it's a cheesy. So you get Chad Lowe, Christy Swanson. Chad Lowe's kind of just standing there like a hero. Christy Swanson's on the ground like wrapped around his leg and there's this weird like devil face cloud thing happening and I'm like uh, this could be stupid and it's a comedy don't get me wrong it's listed as a comedy fantasy thriller and it it's hilarious it's great and it actually ended up being a lot deeper than I was expecting so all, you also get Patrick Bergen playing Beazle who many people remember from Sleeping with the Enemy. You get Adam Stork as a biker in this. He played Larry Underwood in the original The Stand miniseries. Gilbert Gottfried 
as a guy who swears that he is not Hitler. All the Stillers are in this movie. I swear to God that I'm not Hitler. Yeah, that's that's, that's that, what it sounds like. This is close. All the Stillers are in this movie. You got Mom, Dad, Ben, Ben's sister. Uh, ben Stiller does a hilarious job in this movie. Uh, Lita Ford has an awesome role as a hitchhiker. What's the quickest way to hell? Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Like, all right. So Rachel and Charlie are young and in love. Now they've run off to elope in Vegas, and they decide to take some back roads to avoid the heat, but end up catching fire. So basically, they find out that if you go down this certain stretch of road, if you fall asleep, you'll go to hell. So she falls asleep and ends up getting taken by Hell Cop, an evil sheriff of the damned, we'll say, played by C.J. Graham. Really? Yes. Now, on the surface, it's really silly, but it's it's really deep. Now, it kind of is like a Dante's Inferno horror comedy with a lot of great like jokes that you have to catch. Like, um, a tow truck pulls up, and it's Satanic Mechanic. They have the Good Intentions Paving Company. That is that is a little a little bit of gore right there, but it, it it's really fun. So basically, she gets taken to hell. And he has to enter hell to save her. And it's it's entertaining, man. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. When I come home from a long day in hell, there's nothing I'd rather reach for than a fire-brewed bottle of Styx beer made from the filthiest waters from our own river Styx. Styx beer is a third more toxic than any other regular beer. The worst beer. The filthiest beer. The deadliest beer. It's Sticks Beer. Bottoms up. All right, so that was our, our bottom five. Catch us next week for our top five. And it'll be as equally as fun and fucked up. And maybe well, I'll get Jeremy a Red Bull. Well, it'll be fucked up anyway. <laughs> so as always, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, many other things. Wherever you want to listen to the podcast, reach out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. Follow us at fans of the dead one on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We are fans of the dead podcast. Check out our website, fans of the dead.com. You can get all of our archived episodes, all of our YouTube videos. Get buy, some swag. Buy some t shirts. We got some new t-shirts. Hell yeah. We'll do a cameo. You want us to like be like, hey, happy birthday, motherfucker. Yeah, send us a couple bucks. We'll do that. Hell yeah, why not? Absolutely. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace.